Sunday. Welcome back to Songs for Your Sunday, our seventh episode. Seven. I'm Melissa, your host, and the other host. I'm Joey. I don't know if I'm a host or a co-host or <laughs> a special guest. You're definitely not a special guest if you've been on seven episodes straight. All right. I think you've made it to, to co-host. All right. <laughs> uh, so today... So today we are going to be diving in the world of friendship. The wonderful world and sometimes the confusing and hard to navigate. It can be very confusing. I think especially for the gals. I feel like male friendships are just straight up sometimes or they're not there at all. I mean, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think more often than not, more often than not, they're pretty straightforward and straight up. But there's definitely some confusing and interesting. And I think girls would be surprised at how emotional those friendships can be, good and bad. But I think if there's one main difference, it is that they're more uh, forthright with the feelings rather than, no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. And then you're like, I hate her. (laughs) There's a lot of questioning that goes on with uh, the gals. Yeah. But that's where I feel like with true friendship, I feel like this is kind of lame. Just I'm going to say like, I love friends. (laughs) But but like you can tell and it's a true friendship. You can tell you can be honest with each other. You can have great conversation. You can be with each other alone for hours and not say anything and be totally comfortable. Yeah. And then there's the other ones that I would love to dive into that are like, I don't I don't know if they're all there for the right reason. Definitely, definitely. And I think there's, I think when it's a good friendship, it should just be easy, right? And not easy where you're naive and you have blinders on and you never really check in with each other. Like you can still be real, but there's not maintenance that needs to happen in the sense of, oh, you didn't write back? You didn't write back? (laughs) A friend should be your escape from reality for a little bit, but also a person that you can check in and get down get down to the nitty-gritty with and unload a little bit. And you know what? Like, I feel like it's so crazy to even think about this, but, like, I feel like I'm on the the path to adulthood. (laughs) And now, like, being, like, considered... At age 26, you're (laughs) starting to feel like that? It's the later half of your 20s. How weird is that? I don't know. I'm not there yet. (laughs) Um, What was I getting at? Oh, yeah, so... I just feel like having adult friends that understand that lives get busy and lives get crazy, it's it's not the end of the world if you don't reply back to a text or stuff like that. And like, you can cancel and it's not that big of a deal, but like, you just have a, a an understanding for each other, I guess I'm trying to say. Right. Well, I think with that, it's it's like in a real relationship, people get uh clingy and whatever when nothing is going on with their life yeah. and the person they're into or dating or whatever has a busy schedule and those things don't line up and you're always just like give me more give me more and the other person's like i need some time to breathe here yeah i guess i'm thinking about one friendship that we, we were in the same circumstances with us being like super busy with work and everything so mm-hmm. we would have plans and then it would it would come down to like 7 p.m we were supposed to go for dinner or something at eight mm-hmm. and we're like so I'm still on the couch right now. I just fell asleep. And the other person's like, yep, me too. Want to reschedule? And we're both excited about rescheduling. So definitely. there's definitely like, uh, 
a shift, mm-hmm. I guess. Well, I think that's why people make new friends and why old friends kind of dissolve because you move on to different stages in your life. Yeah. And that's why you have things in common with certain people. Most of my friends are people that I grew up playing high school football with mm-hmm. or university football with. Yeah. I, I mean, I think all of my friends I played football with, there's very few that didn't. And it's not that there's any problem with people who don't, but when you spend six hours a day with people at school and then three hours after and then you play games and whatever and then there's the after hangouts and stuff you're just spending so much more time that you're more comfortable and that becomes who you ride or die with right yeah i I think that's it's why people in bands (laughs) people that play music (laughs) are friends right i remember there was these two guys when i was in grade nine my freshman year of high school you had to take an art elective and you could either take art drama or music those were the big three that you could pick from mm-hmm. and what I, did took, you do? I took music because <laughs> okay. i was in uh i was in band when i was in grade seven yeah. in middle school and so i took music in high school and there were these two guys and they're eastern european fellas and one played the bassoon and one played the oboe and they the first day of school i remember sitting down and they were listening to classical music on their like motorola razor <laughs> there's <laughs> LG slide phone and they're like oh listen to the crescendo here I'm like these guys were made for each other and it's because they're in the same ballpark right yeah and you can't force those things they just happen oh that's so true that's honestly it made me think of like high school in general just like the different cliques and everything and it's it's almost sad to think back and you're like those people that those people that were like not trying to fit in they just had their people and they were like having fun with it and if they were like the so-called nerdier people they were they were looked at at a different in a different light than like the popular kids but they were probably the ones that were more in tune of like who their real friends were and all that at that time absolutely because those people looked to each other for solace and i think i think you have to know each other's insecurities and shortcomings and all that to really be good friends because that's that vulnerability that ends up breaking down when someone doesn't have humility and it's all about oh you're so sick you're so cool blah 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 there's no fun in that because you can't a lot of guy friendships are based around beating people's egos down to the point where they're the butt of every joke for months on end and then it's like oh you're accepted now all my friends were older than me and i was the complete butt of the joke for so long and 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 it wasn't none of it was malicious obviously sometimes you'd be like oh i wish i would stop getting made fun of in this way but it's all fun and games, right? And especially in a sports atmosphere. But then 10 years down the line, you're still tight because you've shown each other that you have humility and you don't take each other too seriously. And you can be real with each other because when someone's, you know, peed in your shoes and then left them outside to freeze. I, I mean, this didn't happen to me. I but was going to ask what? <laughs> I mean, th- there was so much stuff that could not even be said now um, because yeah. of how PC everything is. But yeah, just stuff like that. That's you look back and it's hilarious. And those are the things that make you tighter. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think what you're just this is looping back to what you're saying about the cool crowd versus the the quote-unquote nerdy people or whatever. The nerdy people get crapped on, and they're crapped on together. 
right? So mm-hmm. they're they're in that crew and they're bonded and they're tighter. That's They've so gone true. through some struggle and the cool crowd, not the cool crowd that. Because this is like in the movies, it's like the jocks are always the mean people, which just like that's kind of a half truth. But I find like the real mean people were like the popular kids who didn't do anything and never exposed themselves to any sort of failure. So they live in this bubble of it's like a positive echo chamber where they're just always being like, oh, you're so sick. You know what I just thought of? The uh, the cool guy in 13 Going on 30 that ends up being the taxi driver. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Th- those people, they're, they have no humility. They don't have real friends that cut them down mm-hmm. at the knees when they're starting to act up. And I think that's what a good friend is. It's someone who can check you and be like, you're acting a fool. Yes. We're going to cut you down to size and humble you and remind you who you were. Right? Yeah. And somebody that is going to be there through thick and thin, like... I don't know. I, me and me and my best friend, we are across the country from each other, but and we and we have a time difference and everything. But we check in on each other, make sure we're okay, and if life gets rough, we make sure that we're there for each other. Mm-hmm. I think that it's a different. It's very different from being like I have to be talking to this person every day, and me like making sure they're still my best friend. Right. And I that's feel, our job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, there's a difference between that and like knowing that you have that bond to be like, okay, I understand that she's got a life going on and all this stuff. And when we reconnect, it'll be just like normal. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. I'm also somebody that like, it, I'm, I don't have to be connecting with somebody every single day. For sure. And there's definitely those, some of those friendships, some of those people who do need that and they yeah. get that and that's yeah. who their best friend is. It's, I think twins are kind of like that where they're inseparable and they need to be around each other. Yeah. Twins, I think a lot of the time have that connection. Sometimes. I mean, you hear about it, but <laughs> <laughs> you hear about it. I don't have each one. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I get that. I drifted away from my high school friends, like when I went to university. Yeah, you also went across the country, though, so it's tough. I think when you go to university, so much of keeping that in touch is that first Thanksgiving back. Like in Canada specifically, you have Thanksgiving in October and you have your reading week or whatever. So you go back and you check it and you're like, oh, what's been going on? And But when you don't do that, I know I didn't have that a lot. I didn't have that because I went to the States. Right. I'm talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go back to the States to visit your family, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's where that fading out kind of happens because people catch up and they're staying in touch and all that. And it just, you you slowly drift and... A year becomes two years and two years becomes three years and then you're just strangers. It's so crazy. And I think it's really important to not feel guilt within that like that drifting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I definitely think that if that person you think is meant to be in your life, then make the effort. Right. But I also think that it's important to know like two lives don't shouldn't be like forced to continue if you have if you are going about your life and you're happy and the other person's happy and like all that i think that it's just it can be it can be stressful and like sad at sometimes if you think that you're losing somebody but Mm. just know that i think that different people are meant for different parts of your life and if they're meant to be with you you can make it happen again (laughs) but not even that you can make it happen just will 
Yeah, that, it, that's it what will, I'm meaning. For yeah, sure. it will happen. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. 100%. I fully yeah. believe that. And I think that's why just being tight with your family is so important too. Mm-hmm. And keeping, obviously, the... I think what you're saying about the guilt is that's a thing that's you might feel initially but when it fades you kind of know it's like oh it's not that big of a deal that i don't keep in contact with that person regularly because you can't do that on a mass scale yeah it's it's tough i there's probably five people outside of my family that i talk to on a weekly basis basis just being checking in once or twice a week right it's also a weird world now that we can like we i haven't talked to some people like one-on-one in years but i know what's going on in their life because of social media Mm -hmm. so strange yeah but that also brought up another thought of my in my head of like i yes it can be easy to like drift away from people but i also think on the complete flip side it can be really really hard to say goodbye or not even say goodbye but like part ways with a friend that might not be too good for your lifestyle right absolutely it's probably the hardest thing in the world and especially if they're kind of still connected to other people that you hang out with i think usually when it's clearly time to drift apart not that a group is alienating someone else but it kind of just works out that way where the people who are meant to be around stick around and that person kind of floats away and does their own thing and pivots i mean i've had it in my life a lot i think a lot and and it's never easy but once you shed the guilt yeah that you shouldn't necessarily be bearing then it all gets better because there's clear indicators and markers of what a good friend is and what a good friend should be and how to know if that friend is good yeah and even even looking at it at the side of like there's two stories to every i mean there's two people in every story right am i saying i'm saying that wrong it takes two to tango <laughs> it takes two to tango yeah that's what i mean like it can be hard and i think that friends can if you're in that situation friends can especially if you're super close you can start playing the blame game and blaming the whole thing on somebody but you never know like what you may have said one time that like rubbed them the wrong way and it's like built up as a little bit of an avalanche and then it created this resentment Mm -hmm. and i think that's i think that's a good segue of being like what what could you look out for if you think that you're you might be in a friendship that's could be heading for a separation for an iceberg (laughs) for an iceberg what do you uh, think? Just what you were saying, though, about not knowing that you said something and then it rubs people the wrong way. I'm like, so many times. So many times. For you? Or for it's me, yeah, to you? for me. Oh. No, because I'm not, I don't think, I definitely get irritated easily. <laughs> I think, (laughs) but I'm never, uh, a a comment can't put me off where I go, oh, I hate that person. I just, I think I'm a pretty forgiving person, Yeah. but I've had it where I remember one time, this was when I was in like first year university and came back to visit friends and we were out and I was sitting with my group of friends within this broader group of friends and we were eating after we went out one night and I'm sitting talking and I heard within earshot someone basically throw a jab at me that was just like really rude to a point where I'm like did I do something to make you hate me that much where you're being outwardly insulting right yeah. 
And maybe I did. Maybe I did. And I just don't know. So it can be, there, there's so many things that can play into that that yeah. make things shift. And I mean, me and this person weren't tight friends by any yeah. means in general, but you never really, people don't want to be disliked. And yeah, sometimes it just sucks like that. But yeah. going back into the segue, um, <laughs> going towards the iceberg. Yeah, I think that there's a few things that you could kind of look out for. I think that if you're feeling resentment towards the other person, that's probably a red flag. Um, If you're gossiping about the other person, that's probably a red flag. Loose lips sink ships. (laughs) Iceberg. (laughs) And I also think that if you okay so this is a this is a coming from an experience type of thing so i don't i don't know if this is like a telltale that's a red flag for somebody to be weary about a friendship but in my experience i i would have good news or i would have something good happen to me Mm -hmm. and i would be nervous to tell my friend right and that's so that's so weird to say out loud because i i knew i was having like a nervous feeling within me but i didn't really know why Mm -hmm. at the time and looking back i understand it now because i've reflected on it a little bit more but i do think that's an unhealthy friendship you gotta question yourself why are you afraid to tell somebody else good news is it gonna make them jealous of you because that's not good is it going to make them feel like they're competing with you Mm mm-hmm Oh, I think I think a lot of people who are self-aware or overly self-conscious will just they don't want to be braggadocious about their achievements and stuff. So that's kind of in their head where yeah. they don't want to be like, oh, everything's going great for me. Woo. And yeah. then this person's just sinking slowly into their own personal despair and they'll just be like oh really my day sucked (sighs) and a good friend this is something it was in jordan peterson's book it talks about like how do you know if you have good friends i don't know if you've gotten to that chapter yet no but give it um but (laughs) what he says it's very true he's like a good friend should be happy for you and celebrate with you when you have good news yeah and when you have bad news and bad things have happened to you they shouldn't just try and one-up you and go oh you think that's bad this happened to me one time and so many people do that Mm -hmm. so many people in life when you tell them something bad you're like oh man my cat died like yeah my dog died i was pretty sad when it happened and not in a way that tries to relate to someone to be like i feel you i've been there man i'm here for you it's just completely discounted your current pain is put on the side and it's back to me about how i also felt pain one time so your feelings aren't legitimate, right? And I think that's what most people, not most people, because I don't think most people are bad friends, but a lot of people are are in that headspace, right? Yeah. Well, and they don't want to celebrate good things because it's they're stuck thinking about themselves and how they're not in a great place. And when bad things happen, they want that attention. Yeah, and I think that takes a long time to get over. But that goes all into the whole topic of listening that we were talking about before, like actually taking a moment and putting yourself aside for a second, listening, and then coming up with a conscious rebuttal to it. Right. Rather than already... Waiting to talk. (laughs) Yeah. Like I was. Exactly. (laughs) No, but yeah, I think that's extremely important to look out for. And it can be tough. Why is it so hard for... I'm speaking for gals in general, but why is it so hard for us to say goodbye? Say goodbye. 
to a bad friendship to a bad or friendship? just something that's like leading a different life or like you could go everywhere with this i think it's hard in general well think about why it's so hard to finally purge your facebook and go down or instagram more relevant to today why is it so hard to go on instagram and remove people from your feed it's because no one wants to look like the person who has the ratio where they follow more people than follow them it's an image thing people want the connections they want the social loop and they want to have that circle be as big as possible it's like what is everything in society based off of linkedin have as many connections you'll find a good job you'll network and people want that and when you cut someone out i think people are fearful that the other person will be like oh they cut me out don't talk to there and then you'll be exiled and blacklisted especially if the person you're dealing with is in a higher rung of the social ladder than you are because that's what it all is like there's everything in life is like people talk about the hierarchy and all this stuff and how we need to dismantle it it's like everything in life is a hierarchy Mm -hmm. everything is the cereal you buy on the shelf it's why the crap one is on the lower level Mm because it's not on eye line because (laughs) the other one sells more yeah but i also think that it could be it's like again for girls if you have to break off a friendship and it it's like ruining a whole or you think it might ruin a whole dynamic of like or your little pack of friends that you've had since i don't know when but Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it, it can be hard in that way yeah and i just think it's i feel like we come back to this every episode but being so true to your your core values and knowing that if you are in a different state of mind or like a different lifestyle that might be might be better off without them you got to trust your gut definitely well it's you know you're it's another very cliche thing where that they play on like business and success and motivation montages <laughs> that are like show me your friends and i'll show you your future but <laughs> it is very true how you are a product of your environment and yeah. the people that you spend the most time around And that doesn't mean that you jump ship just because your pal uh, works at the convenience store and you're trying to become a Wall Street banker, right? It doesn't mean like... (laughs) I was like, where are you going with this? Yeah, Yeah, I know what you mean. You don't jump ship in that sense. Yeah. However, However, if the guy working at the convenience store goes oh man you're wasting your time on that you know trying to be a white collar worker what are you doing you're never gonna get anywhere blah 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 come on let's kick back let's light this up let's drink that you know what i mean that kind of person yeah who's just all of their their priorities in life not just career yes are are off then yeah you need to be you need to get away from that person it's you know you don't you know what do that Um, you know what my mom came home from a parent teacher interview one time in grade five my teacher miss coot she told my mom that i was a sweet girl but i am painted by the same brushes i'm painted who i'm painted you're painted with the same brush as the people that i'm around she told my mom that and my mom came home and she's like we gotta talk about this Mm. i feel like i was always drawn to the people that were like whoa let's yeah get crazy high energy (laughs) and like to be fair i can be totally like that too but i also have a side where i'm like let's chill out definitely and yeah i sorry i was just gonna say in the formative years it's 
it's all trial and error. Yeah. It's all trial and error. But yeah. Um, I was just about to say, like, I would love to to know exactly what she was thinking in grade five. But, I, like, I can... Your mom or the teacher? The teacher. I wish mm-hmm. I knew what she was thinking because, like, yeah. I can... I, I don't know. Like, I have, I have like, memories in my head being, like, pulled apart and, de- like, sitting, getting a chance to sit beside my best friend and, like, our desk being pulled apart in the first five minutes. And, like, there was one time where we were in the middle of the class sitting next to each other and literally ten minutes later my desk was in the coat room on like the far left side of the room and hers was on the entire other side like in yeah. the yeah so yeah I, I mean something like that I mean, you that's know. that's Kid, not bad I yeah, don't that's, think that's, that's funny ki- that's kids having fun that's hilarious and whatever see I this is we're getting off the rails here but I was such a didn't talk in class kid I never did like I was just cause my parents were kind of strict right and not that because my little brother was the rambunctious like parent teacher interview they're like he's a little crazy whatever whatever <laughs> but me and my older sister were very very stern not stern but we just followed the rules okay and um See, I, I always would... <laughs> hated I always hated when teachers would be like separate your desk you guys are making too much noise and they go like an inch apart and then she'd go back to teacher I'm like you have all the power <laughs> throw them outside separate them See, throw the book at them see I was the kid that ended up outside and I wouldn't be able to stop laughing even if i was sent outside oh man i I wasn't bad i was just like i couldn't control my laughter (laughs) what were you saying though i don't know something Hmm. about a paintbrush something about a burger (laughs) okay let's bring it all back let's bring it on back you know what i think is something that needs to stop how much people gossip yeah and you know what i have a theory this might be a theory that's already out there (laughs) if you're around somebody that gossips a lot i'm gonna guess they're probably gossiping about you too probably i mean more than probably and that's something guys and girls yeah like that's not just a girl thing like did you hear what jessica said it's like (laughs) it's like guys are being like Wait, he said that about me? But then they'll actually confront them and be like, yo, bro, what's going on, man? Yeah, and girls will just be like, I can't believe she said that and never say anything and just be pissed quietly. And they'll be like, oh my God, I'll never talk to her again. Hey! And that's where the resentment comes in with girls, like, chicks being friends. Yeah. I hate the fact that I just said chicks. Well, that's weird. It's not a big deal. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's... It's tough. It's really tough. I feel bad for girls. And I think that there's some really forward girls who want to be just like, hey, let's air it out. Let's get it on the table. And there's others who can't really handle that. And that's tough. And I mean, there's guys like that too, but they just get squeezed out in the sense where there's there's no excuse for being like that so they're just tossed out of out of the group with guys there's always the one guy and every every new scenario that you get into specifically sports where they get the beat down they get all of the attention because they're goofballs and you start riding them and riding them and if they can take it and laugh and laugh at themselves they'll be accepted in but the person who can't take a joke they are cast offs and they will be the pariah for as long as they can handle being around there right and it sucks but it's also it's like toby 
if anyone can understand it, it's Toby from The Office, where everyone hates him. <laughs> you love him, but you hate him. And he gets the beat down from everyone, even yeah. the people who you think are nice. Like the one episode where Jim becomes the manager for the day because Michael's out surviving in the forest. <laughs> yeah. And Toby's like, it was my birthday last week. And we sang happy birthday in the parking lot. Can you add me? And then J- even Jim gets bothered by him, who never gets bothered by anyone, right? Yeah. He rarely gets frazzled. <laughs> um, but that that's what it is right that whole thing and there's that's i think a thing specific to guys it's if you can't handle taking it on the chin you're gonna be toby yeah you're gonna be sitting in the annex interesting yeah Yeah, girls aren't like that (laughs) i mean to a point i mean my friend group or my friend group is hilarious like that i have one friend that has a hilarious humor that i'm one hilarious humor (laughs) i i'm getting excited because i haven't seen them in a long time and i miss them so much but i was just thinking like my one friend has a say what i want to say type of humor and i'm into that i'm like let's let's play the cards and see where this conversation ends up and like have a an actual conversation that can go like any way almost like almost like a debate but you know it's not going to end up in like a fight Mm -hmm. i think that's important too because you can talk about like having different views or anything like that but at the end of the day you're still friends and you still respect each other for sure and that's a huge thing too respecting people's views respecting yeah respecting people's views even though political religious and other (laughs) we're not gonna get into that but (laughs) but that's a great point because me and my friends all have differing views across the scale and it has that's when people like i had to cut them out of my life they like trump or they like biden or whatever it is it's so so sad sad because you're throwing away a life within a a communication and all the great things that come with the friendship and good discussion that could open you up to other things that you never quite thought about people would rather just live in a bubble in an echo chamber and just be fed the same things over and over and that's what polarizes people and that's on a bigger scale but that's why it's important not to cut ties off for those reasons that's that's ridiculous unless the person puts their foot down to go if you're this way we can't be together then that was never a good friend to begin with but like i feel super blessed that it's my movie super blessed um I feel super blessed that I have friends where we have differing views and it's never gotten in the way of any of our friendship or anything, right? I was going to say, like, I have, I have, I definitely have friends that we, we see the same, we see, we see life in the same path, but obviously little things here and there are different. And I have learned so much from just being open and seeing their side and like listening to them and being open about my sides too has opened Mm -hmm their eyes so i just yeah i think that's just where listening comes in right and not just waiting to speak yeah and that's what or tuning out and completely right because you're preparing your point to destroy or take them down yeah so you know another thing a red flag for somebody that you might not want to be sticking around with i think that (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I think that you you gotta ask yourself when you're around somebody, do you start to change? Do you turn into somebody that kind of makes you uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. I've definitely been in the shoes of somebody that does something that's probably not what I truly believe in. This is like later high school, early university. I just oh, yeah. kind of went with the flow because that was the cool thing to do. Going with the flow gets you nowhere. Should we write you a book? Of <laughs> like all of your Sayings? little one-liners? <laughs> yeah, that one isn't really that good. It's called The Russian Writer. The Russian Writer when I had long hair. <laughs> um, but for sure, honestly, that's the thing. When people go, oh, you go with the flow. It's like, no, you have core values and you have your compass and you don't get too far off the path or you'll lose yourself yeah. going with the flow. It's like the wind blows wild and it makes the waves crash down on your boat. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's my <name. laughs> Okay, so and going with that, I think it's really important for you as a friend to understand if somebody's going through something, I'm going to use a fitness journey. This could be cutting back on alcohol. This could be cutting out drugs out of your life. This could be literally anything, but I'm going to use a fitness journey. If you know that your friend has to get up at 8 a.m. to go for a workout that you know is going to be really good for them, you probably shouldn't peer pressure them into going out the night before. Yeah. And maybe that's a bad example. No, I, I think to a, de- to a degree, when you go, I think it's fine to be like, oh, come on, come out with us, come out, come on, forget the workout. And you go, no, seriously, it's important to me. Then then they should go, okay, yeah. whatever, hate yeah. you, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Just be understanding. Yeah. Like, like, I don't... Th- I yeah there's been there's been so many times where I'm like oh I don't want to tell my friends I can't do this because of this reason Mm -hmm. but I know it's better off for me so I do and they've been completely understanding definitely and it's like for me it's taken a lot for me to get past that point of being like embarrassed if I say no or embarrassed Mm -hmm. that I'm doing something for my better health or whatever right I, I think more than anything in those scenarios it just comes down to you not you, but you within yourself having strong enough will to not cave into that and putting your foot down. There's a difference between no, no, and no, I'm not going, leave me alone. (laughs) Uh, There's a big difference between that. And that's what people need to realize. Your friends aren't bad just because they're telling you to come out or whatever. Just like, oh, have a drink. It's unless you're a recovering alcoholic and you're going, I'm trying to clean my life up for the better. And your friends are going, what? You're changing on us? Throw another drink back. Those are bad friends. Say goodbye. Say goodbye. They're the wave. They're the iceberg. <laughs> and yeah, that that's they they should support you with the things that you're trying to do to an understanding degree, right? Yeah. And and if you find yourself making excuses for them or if you feel guilty like we were talking about before, just know that there are a lot of people probably going through the same thing and they've got past it. They've gotten better friends mm-hmm. and they're doing all right. Definitely. They're probably doing a lot better. Definitely. And I think that's why, uh, just a final point, is that's why people... <laughs> stay in the ballpark what we're saying the arena you know you grew up playing basketball your friends are basketball players that kind of thing it's you grew up going to the comic book store your friends are comic book nerds (laughs) and collectors right (laughs) 
And that's what it takes, I think, if you're trying to make that move to better yourself. If your friends are stuck in that place where they won't develop or change or take a step to better themselves, it doesn't mean they're a bad person, but it does mean you can fill those voids without trying to retrofit that person who isn't willing to change into that. You can just make more. And that's the beautiful thing about life. That is so true. And never, ever, ever, if you're feeling like you need to step away from a friend, don't make them feel bad because there's there's nothing worse than me or somebody saying I need I need to better my life so I need to separate myself from you mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be like that yeah absolutely yeah absolutely I think it can think it can take a, a slow route of just backing away keeping contact still but knowing your boundaries mm-hmm. absolutely yeah absolutely I think this is a topic this is not the all-encompassing friends episode this is something that could be talked about forever because this is life and it's an ever-changing thing and we don't even have a full grasp of this topic we're still going through it we haven't faced the obstacles that like you and i are gonna face and our friends are gonna face once we start having kids and have a family and all that stuff that's something we need to talk to our parents about but (laughs) Because that's the other thing. That's, I remember when my, my dad talked to me, he was like, buddy, you have kids, you're working 60 hours a week, you just lose friends, it just happens, and yeah. it's nothing personal, but yeah. it's the way it goes, and that's why it's so important to have a good relationship with your family. Yeah, and I think that you see the really strong friendships last through that. Definitely, definitely, yeah. My dad's still got buddies that he was in grade school with that he talks to, that's right? That's cool. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well now I want to go call my friends. Okay. <laughs> I'll wait in the other room. <laughs> okay, well, I guess we'll wrap it up there. I think that this could this conversation could go on for a very long time, so I think we'll probably have a part 2 and maybe we'll bring on some friends of our own. Maybe we will. Yeah, I could think of a couple that would come up with some great conversation. 100%. 100%. Yeah. So everyone, make sure you turn into next week. Because we will have Elena Luciani. Yeah! Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. That just made me pumped. We have our first guest. Elena is a strength and conditioning coach, and she. Head strength and conditioning coach of Training 2XL. Fabulous company. Yes, and we'll be dropping our conversation next week. I'll be um, putting out some little teasers and stuff for you to get ready for that. But other than that, I think we're going to go watch a little movie. I'm going to admire our new office. Mm -hmm. I would say this is like a, it's it's turning into a full-on agency, I would say. Slowly. An agency of two. Joey and I hung some photos today. And a bull's head. A bull's head. Joey reorganized our shelf cleaned it up a little bit we're we're getting professional here absolutely i'm feeling good feeling good big things ahead big things yeah like an iceberg (laughs) but the best kind best kind (sighs) we have all the life refs we need yeah okay all right let's end this thing we're rambling three two one thank you so much for listening again i can't show my appreciation enough um if this episode resonated you in any way share it with a friend share it with a family member a loved one share it with anybody and make sure you review because that helps us so much we love to see you guys listening on instagram so tag us at songs for your sunday or 
at Manuka Sunday on Instagram. And yeah, just message me. I love to chat. Not if you're a dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just no, that's only the weirdos that ask for $5,000. You're a beauty. $500. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have to do anything. Yeah. That was not an accent derivative of any culture. It was very <laughs> ambiguous. Everyone just calm down. All right. End. Okay. Love you. That was to them. <laughs> Happy Sunday. Bye. Bye.